Okay, so it is. Ooh. Holy smokes. Haha. <laughs> 2021. And it's one of those things right now where I feel super honored. You know, like I feel super honored that I get to have this little opportunity to just go deep. You know, I just feel like. I kind of feel like I've traveled to a separate land, kind of like to my home village, let's say, like it, where my ancestors lived. And I get to live here for however many said months and do this like volunteer service mission thing in this community. So I can just like be so present and so willing to serve and so just happy to help for however many weeks and months. Um, like kind of for a set period, like for 10 weeks, for example. And I just feel like I'm on this like little service mission thing and I'm just totally ready to just have like no outside contact, no, just like no, no need to be updated or update other people, but totally be on service mode for like however many weeks and months, like specifically 10 weeks a day. And, and just be okay to be happy to do that for this season of my life. And then after I'll like recap with people about what, what I was up to and stuff. But other than that, I'm kind of just in this mode. Like I just feel this deep desire to do this in a similar way. Like I remember when I was first learning about, not first learning, but along the journey of learning about birthing, like birthing a child as a mother, I learned this little tip from a midwife that basically they were talking about how the brain works. And basically she said like, when you are in the mode of about to have a baby, one of the most key important things to do is to do this one thing that's going to allow you to be able to tap into that intuitive power that you have within you to just do this and, and not calculate and be in this like logical minded thinking where it's just all, you know, it's, it's not really that it's like checklists and all of those things is not really like the place in our mind that helps us to birth a baby and have the wherewithal, like the, have the, the steadfast, long suffering kind of a mentality and commitment to do that. It's like when we turn off our phone, then we go from that part of the brain where that all of the phone can solve our problems with to that part of our brain where it's not the phone that's going to help birth this baby. It's not anybody else that's going to help birth it. It's, it's really from within that deep mother-child connection that's going to help this happen kind of thing. And so I've always taken that to heart, like on a deep level. It's like, I don't think that just applies with birthing a baby. I think it applies with growing a family and taking care of one another on a, like, on a deep level where we can really be intuitive to one another's needs and really take that time to just question and and do this the little things that if I was just trying to check my phone every however many minutes, I would miss those opportunities, right? And I know that I would. Like, so for the last week here, probably since Friday, I've kind of been doing a bit of a friend fast, phone fast, just, just trying to hunker down and <clears throat> be with my family <clears throat> and not worry so much about social protocols of whatever and really just hunker down and be like, yeah, no, like this is me. This is me in my life, living my life. And that to feel like I'm not going to be, I like that I can do it with no regrets even too. Cause it's like, I can, I can hold on to the fact that 
if I have real friends in my life, they will understand what I'm going through right now and they will be supportive of what I need to do to take care of myself and my family to the world-class, like top-notch desire that I have to do that. And I feel like my world-class top-notch ability is strengthened when I turn off my phone, when I am just not so focused on messages and, and how I communicate this, that, or the other, and, <clears throat> and just like protecting my sacred space for <clears throat> growing my spiritual strength and my attachment with Heavenly Father and feeling like I want to have those as a priority and that any other influences that would make it so so that I have to think that that's not a priority and not relevant to my goals and needs, like, I'm just kind of done with it. It's like, I kind of feel like I'm holding on to this rod, and then it's like the Great and Spacious Building has been bothering me for a while. And I kind of feel like I have this liberty that I have suddenly built a big wall so that I literally can't see the Great and Spacious Building anymore. It's still there. It's still a temptation. I'm sure there's still like, you know, like, um, what is it? There's still like music or whatever. Like I can still hear that it's there. It's all happening still. It's just that I have a wall at least, like a blocker, like to block me from it. Either it's a wall that blocks it or like sunglasses or whatever so that I at least have created some kind of a barrier between me and this great and spacious building life. And I'm like really happy about it. Like I'm deeply happy. Like every day it's been really neat to just kind of have that temptation still. I wouldn't say it's like sheer temptation, but you know what I mean? It's, it's a temptation that's veering me from a goal that I have for right now in my life. But basically it's like, I have that temptation to be like, oh, well what about this person? And what about this person? And how are they doing? And all of these kinds of things and all these like fluttering thoughts because I'm such a caring person that I just want to keep in touch with people regularly and <clears throat> it's been a very neat transition for me to be like you know what right now I don't need to right now I actually don't need to be doing that what I need to be doing is like cherishing the people in front of me that are like needing my love that want my love and that that have been just waiting for their opportunity to have my attention to the same level of attention that I would give to anybody that I would be using the phone to contact, right? It's like, it's, it's time to just really enjoy this space and, and, and really love it. Like I woke up this morning and I just kind of felt so free in that way and being like, oh, like what am I gonna do today that I have like the whole time that I get to choose with my family and that kind of thing. I'm like, ooh, I just want to set up some art spots, you know? I want to set up some spots so we can do art together. I want to set up my candle so that when people wake up, we can have candle time and art time. And I want to have all the dishes done and like food prepped so we can just have a big old like food's already there and let's just keep doing art for however many ideas that we have that we can do art with, right? And so I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, actually, yes, yes, yes. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm like really glad and excited to actually do these dishes. Like, since when am I glad and excited to do the dishes? Like, that's kind of cool. Like, I'm really delighted. And, and maybe part, part of it was because yesterday I had a big break. It's like I spent 10 hours out of the house um, assisting with a family member that um, with their, like, recovery. And just 
like being so present with that, that yeah, like I didn't spend any of the time like doing anything to do with disciplining parenting other than like reading stories at the end of the day or like helping prepare for like different items of material things that they might need in the day. But like other than that, it was like, hey, this is kind of a free day that I've just had. So I didn't feel bogged down by chores or anything at all for like the last 24 hours pretty well, right? And so it's been really liberating to be like, oh, well, I will wash the dishes because I get to. Like, I'm the queen of the house that gets to wash the dishes for all my little kings and queens. Like, that's fun, you know? So it's just kind of like, it's been really neat to just give myself a bit of a break, whether it's a bit of a break, blocking out great and spacious building kind of stuff, or just like giving myself a break from having to feel that drudgery of like tasks that that literally are not that bad like honestly they're actually not that bad it's just that when I get so caught up with the drudgery of like oh that's that's going to be my whole life and and listening to the lies that it's going to take so long and it's going to be so damning to my spirit it's like no like in reality it's actually really fast and easy it's actually a very simple task. It's not great, like rocket science. I'm not being asked to do some kind of complicated calculations or anything like that. I'm just, you know, like there, it's a simple process to do it. It's just finding that inner willingness to actually see it for what it is and being like, no, this is like my home blessing. Like this is my opportunity to create something beautiful for these little sweet spirits that I get to create something beautiful for, right? Like some people create beauty in the way that they paint a picture, right? Others create it in a class they might build. I have the opportunity to learn how to create it in designing a home, right? And so I'm kind of like smitten about it right now. I'm like, yeah, no big deal. Like this is, this is gonna work out. And so I'm just kind of in that deep gratitude kind of space being like, how do I get this privilege, right? Like how do I get to be here like, it's such an honor to get to be a part of this work, right? As I said, like, this 10-week kind of period where I just get to be on full mission mode and full, like, presence with the people that are for me to be present with and and to just, like, check in with people after those weeks are done, like, and not worry so much about it, about, like, how people are doing right now while I'm on mission mode, like, assigned to do this, right? And to be okay, that that's my reality. I'm not trying to exclude people. I'm not trying to be insensitive to their needs and what they're up to, but like, I need to live my life at the same time. And I need to live the life that's mine to live. And this is what I'm gonna do as I'm doing it. Um, I just feel so thankful for sweet people in my life that have helped me to gain that awareness, that level of awareness of like, what are my priorities and stand for them and stand by them. Like this one lady that I meet sometimes in the community and she is just my shining star. I just love her whole being. Everything about her, I just love to bits, right? And it's not like I spent an extra enormous time with her, right? I haven't spent a ton of time with her. I've probably only ever spent, let's say in the last, 12 years, 13 years, I've probably only ever spent one whole day with her, counting all the hours we've ever spent together, right? But it's like about the saturation and the level of concentration 
and quality of time that we have when we're doing those things, it's like every activity that I've ever done with her has always been like right up my alley, whether it's reading, book discussions, gardening, like self-sustaining projects, like just like talking about recipes and like life and parenting and all of this kind of stuff, right? And I just love connecting with her every time. She's just like my grandma type of person, like a living grandma person for me. And I just love that feeling of getting to connect with her and just gain some awareness of what's going on with different things that I get confused about. And it's just been so validating to talk with her. And what I've also noticed is like she has kind of shifted into this mode of being where it's not the same as it used to be. Like it used to be where I would connect with her and it was like, straight on presence and like you know just very much connecting and just very connected kind of thing right very present lately what I've noticed is yes she's present and it's it feels like she has so much on her agenda of the day that that she really only has time for like maybe a five-minute conversation but other than that she's moving on to the next thing she need, that she needs to be doing which actually is like at first I was kind of like a little miffed I was like but I, I, I would like spend the whole day, I would sacrifice my whole day just to sit in front of you and listen to you and like want to hear everything to do with anything that you have to say about anything, right? And then kind of myth that like it felt like from coming from her, she would only want to spend like five minutes and just like move on to what tasks she needed to do that day. And I'm not saying she's like full out Martha style kind of where she's just so un unpresent with the moment. But that's the thing. It's like I actually feel like she's the opposite. I feel like she's actually very present with what sh she knows is hers to do with her life. And she knows that, you know, small talk and those kinds of things, yes, they may be helpful for, you know, for when it's helpful and important to do. And at the same time, it's almost like I can see within her that she has been able to you know, counsel with the Lord and, and come to a happy place in her heart to know how much time is hers to to be doing the whole small talk thing and and building rapport with people or, you know, just helping people feel like they're special and those kinds of things. And then how much time for other things that, that are hers to do that no one else can or will do, whether it's like maybe she's saving some of that presence energy for when she's in front of her grandchildren or her, her own children and that kind of thing. Because I see it. I see it being showered upon all the time. It's just like that level of presence is totally showered there. And then that level of presence with anyone else, it's like it's kind of just, it's there, but it's kind of fluffed as well. And I kind of really appreciate her example in that way because it really gives me that level of permission to be like, oh, that's beautiful. I think it's beautiful that she's magnifying her calling in the areas that she is assigned and called to do. Like, no one else can be the grandpa, grandma of the ones that she is grandma to. No one else can be mom to those that she's mom to. And she's so good at prioritizing that. And then no one else does the whole thing where she is creating this like totally self-sustaining life where like she needs to be, you know, on top of her game to be able to make everything run and function properly so that she can live the life she wants to live, right? Because she's like the hardcore green naturalist sustainability kind of lady and hardcore 
like generational grandma style person. And so it's just like, it's a no brainer. It's like, I think that's amazing that she's been able to find peace with herself, that she doesn't need to live a life where she's just pleasing people all the time. She doesn't need to live a life where she's constantly taking on all of this extra responsibility or burden or whatever of other people in a way when it's not, it's not totally required and essential for that day for anybody involved, you know? Like she's super razor sharp, aware of when is a t good time and place for every single thing. Like she knows when something is needful and it's just so amazing to glean from her experience, from her example, to be like, it's okay. It's okay when there's times when I'm just answering the phone. You know, it's okay when there's times when I'm totally on mission mode and there's no way that I'm going to have any conversation with anybody. And I'm just going to be totally um, present with the people that I'm actually in front of because they are first. And it's their turn right now. It's not anyone else's turn. So that's been really liberating to just like let go of all the other stuff just be ready and willing to be like, yep, this is me. Like, this is what I'm thinking. And so I'm just so, 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 so grateful for that example in my life. I'm so grateful that I can identify with it now because for a little while, I was miffed for a while. I was like, oh, like I was always kind of like checking with myself being like, what did I do wrong? Like, how have I like been such a bad friend? Or like, did I do something terribly wrong to to make it so she just like doesn't like me anymore or something right like because I just felt this shift in our friendship relationship that it wasn't like as present anymore but but it just it just came to be where I was like you know what I think I'm starting to understand her I think I'm starting to understand that it literally takes time and energy to be present with people and to take the time and energy to be with them and if that's not synchronizing or like um, respecting and honoring that special time that that is also taking away from a person's dear family members that they have committed to being the like a person for it just doesn't make sense right and so I'm kind of like starting to gain this awareness to be like yeah no I totally support that like uh, like I support like I more than support that, right? Like, I totally advocate for that. And I think it's a beautiful thing to, to be able to be so receptive, perceptive to our own life mission that we can literally block out the, those fiery darts, those judgments, those insecurities, and all those things, and actually just block out and hold on to the iron rod and keep walking. And just to believe that our true friends will be holding on to the iron rod and, and walking as well, and they will be supporting us in walking on that, that iron rod. And, and call it good, right? Like, just call it good. So I'm just so delighted. Like, I'm just so happy to be awake right now that I have this time to myself to just, like, get these things cleared up um, in my kitchen. And, you know, just, like to believe that, hey, I wonder if, like, I can morph into this situation in my life where it's like, yeah, 
like, you know, I wonder how I could be so more clear sometimes. It's like, I wonder if I'm kind of getting onto this bandwagon where literally I don't have a phone at all. Like you can only connect with me via email, for example. And so then that's like a no brainer to people that I might not get back to them for another month or months, right? And it might not, like, I'm definitely not available on a minute to minute, hour to hour, like, day to day kind of thing. Like, like, I see it in this week already. Like, there's people that have been trying to connect with me and like, still, I'm not ready to connect. Like, I need days to be ready for that kind of level of work and um, connection time that, that friendship requires. And it's like, I'm just not in that space right now. I'm in a totally different space where it's like, hey, I need space so I can focus on kind of like birthing mom. I'm like a birthing mom. Like I am literally birthing experiences for me and my family. And I just can't afford to allow for any of my moments to be robbed from myself or my family. And I need to be able to commit to my birth experience, right? Like, I can't just be like, oh, well, I committed to this. And then now I'm just going to quit the birth and go and hang out with friends instead, right? Like, I'm just going to go and, like, do the convenient thing and just have a party. And it's like, when I'm honest with myself, I'm like, yeah, no. Like, that's not, that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to do something like find my family history. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited about it. Like, I'm so excited there was this one person that just tried to connect with me, it, like, who ha also has roots in China, and she was basically saying, hey, like, we, it looks like we might have the same tree, do you want to connect so we can kind of talk some more? And I was just elated. That's the first time that has ever happened to me, ever, right? And so I'm like, oh goodness, I am so excited. I hope I get to connect this week and just kind of see, like, is it, a, is it a true connection? Is it? Like... I hope to take this like 23andMe thing just to get things way more solid. And I think it's like 300 or something. So I'm like totally going to save up. And I'm just so excited to just get into this space where I can just focus, right? I can focus. Like as I was saying in another podcast, like I just want to step into this life where literally I can do what I've been prepared to do, right? Like for years and years, we were just like, prompted to feel like, oh, well, let's make Sunday a day of rest. Let's make Sunday a day of, you know, just a day of delighting in those things that we just like never make time to just do, right? But it's a, it's a beautiful day. We can just do that. And so as I've been aligning to that, it's been really neat to kind of feel the prompt to be like, hey, why does that only have to be one day a week? Why can't I just do my delighting seven days a week, right? Like still keep Sunday like a very special day in that it is that day. But like, what if I could do more of delighting kind of things on a daily basis, right? And, and not just say I only have one day a week to do that, but like, what if I actually do have seven days a week that I can do that? So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Super grateful that I can just hold this space of protected force field, kind of like Captain Ronai. I kind of feel like I'm building my my force field kind of like walls and things 
and I'm feeling really good about it. Like I feel like the, the bricks that I'm using to build my walls are legitimately of heavenly quality and that nobody can like break through it unless if I, I give them permission and I let them in, right? So I'm like, sweet. I am just so happy and grateful for this. Like I feel like I've been building it with my yoga meditation stuff. Just having a very clear mind about what I'm doing with my days and, and the clear intention I have to just like put a, a deep desire and hope and dream kind of intention into my heart and then allowing it to grow into this beautiful tree with branches that are just like descending all around me and then getting to this point where it's like, oh, well, there we go. Like I'm protected from the weathers and I have a force field around me of my savior with his hands outstretched protecting me from those fiery darts and turning them all into dust. And I'm just like here in this safe place, getting the permission to breathe, getting the permission to just like be who I am and get to, getting the permission to do the things that I get to do because I get to do it, right? It's like, I'm not being forced to do it. I'm just happy to do these things that literally are things that I would wanna be doing for hours and hours, weeks and weeks, days and days, months and months, if I would, would just have the focus or would just have the carved out time to actually enjoy that much time doing those things. And so that's kind of where I'm at with that. It's like, I just feel a huge lift of permission to just actually go deep with those things and be okay with being selective about where I'm using my time and and just being okay with where that's going and not feeling like I need to take and own the responsibility of somebody else's opinion or what they might take in as their business of what I'm doing with my life and how I'm using each hour and minute and just actually live a life where I can be like, yep, I can live this life. I can do it. I'm grateful too. I love it. And I can just be happy to keep going. Like I'm just like within this whole recording, I've been able to do two, four, six, almost six dish pans. And I think that's phenomenal, right? And, and not just like six dish pans, but I was able to do it with a happy spirit, like a cheerful heart. And that's really cool to like find more things that I can delight about, right? And be like, yeah, why not? Like, this is a beautiful opportunity. I have the opportunity to discover and find more invisibles and like, and turn what would seem impossible into something like completely possible and beyond, right? Beyond my dreams. And I just feel so supported to get to do that. Like before, I felt like I was so reliant on the arm of the flesh for so many things. And, and right now I feel like I'm stepping into my power of feeling like I have permission to actually just be connected with Heavenly Father, do this 10 week mission here and be a happy servant in his hands. And, and then, you know, in 10, after 10 weeks time, like I will, I'll really reevaluate and, and debrief and kind of see how that experience went. But right now I like, I have a few things that I'm going to do within these 10 weeks. Like I know for sure I'm going to be helping with a person's recovery that I'm like kind of nursing them. I'm like their nurse, um, to just help them walk and help them just get through some 
some situational kind of trials and giving them ice packs and like giving them drinks and like just like those kinds of things right so there's that aspect of what I'm going to be doing also going to be doing lots of art I'm going to be doing lots of making yummy food I'm going to be doing lots of gardening because I have seeds and I'm so excited that I have seeds that I can start soon right so I'm excited to draw my garden I'm excited to draw it and I'm excited to like write out exactly what what's going to happen with that because it's like my favorite little space of happiness and I just feel so delighted like I'm just so happy that I can be doing what I'm doing um so yeah that's like what I'm going to be doing for like 10 weeks here lots of food lots of art lots of nursing lots of lots of I don't even want to call it cleaning anymore it's like like some people call it giving home blessings some people call it like home designing some people call it like interior design some people call it like whatever they call it but I kind of just see it as like kind of like this this blank canvas thing it's like every day I get to use this blank canvas I paint it whatever I make it all like however I want to make it and use that canvas and then it's like at the end of the day, I get to choose what I'm going to do with that canvas. Am I going to leave it the same as it was? Or am I going to give this opportunity for it to become this thing where it's like, oh, let's just paint it white all over again so that I can start fresh this, the next day. And, and then I can put down all of my other next favorite things that I want to put on the canvas for the next day. So then I start fresh every day with a new blank canvas. And you know, I'm starting to create this like very kind atmosphere of like love and compassion in my heart where it's like before I used to get deeply frustrated. I used to get so frustrated with every day that I paint on this canvas and every day that I didn't, um, that I had failed to paint the canvas white all over again um, in a punctual kind of a way at like within a deadline, right? Like, and I was just so picky about that and just so like, over the moon, just almost like mad at myself kind of thing for doing, like living my life in a way where my canvas wasn't painted by a certain time of day or something. And, and it's just recently, like today, where I've been able to grasp this canvas concept and be like, well, that's kind of ludicrous. Like that's kind of super ridiculous to get mad at someone for at what time of day they chose to clean up their canvas or whatever. Like, uh, could we just not like could we just be like respectful and be like oh hey you painted a great canvas and then just leave it to them when they feel like oh hey i'm done with this canvas looking this way i'm ready to change it up and make it white again or whatever right and that's kind of the life that i live i forgot that that is the way i live it's like yes i might use my canvas other times i might just add on to this canvas that i've already painted and I'm not really at a stage where I feel like it's completely important to um, to paint it completely white again before I add anything else. I'm still actually adding to this canvas. And so <clears throat> that's kind of the truth that I'm heading at here. It's like, yeah, like that makes total sense. It's like sometimes I'll use a room and literally it won't get, it will like never get cleaned up to pristine whatever. Unless if that is the task that I'm actually, if that's the, the painting that I want to create that day, right? Other times, most of the time, it's like I paint a canvas and then I paint over top of it. I don't need it to be completely white for me to then do more on it. 
And then there's other times where it's like, okay, I want to create a totally different picture with this space. So that means I needed to go bare, bare bones white all over again so that I can start over fresh and paint that kind of picture today. And that's kind of how I feel. It's like there's certain rooms that do get a deep clean when it's relevant to what I'm doing with that day, right? Like, for example, when I was a big bread maker, a natural yeast maker person, baker, um, I pristined the kitchen like every other hour of the day because I was always making the next thing. And I basically had a little bakery going on in my house and it was lovely, like absolutely lovely. And I loved it. And I didn't feel like I was, I didn't feel the, the daunting feeling of like, oh, like, when am I gonna do the canvas thing? Or, you know, getting caught up with all of those pineal, just like very minute kind of allowing for those tiny little details to like throw me off. I was like really focused on the task of, of creating something beautiful to the point where I was like, no, no biggie. Like, we'll just do this and it's gonna take like 30 seconds and we're just gonna keep doing this 30 second cleanup thing. Totally fine. And then there's other times where it's like I'm not in that groove at all. So it might be like days between like dishwashings. You know, there was a time in my life where it was weeks. <laughs> if, if I was living alone, it probably would have been months, right? Like, and uh, because there was no, no real ideas coming for inspiration to change up that canvas, right? Um, and, you know, like not saying that like my canvas should never be cleaned and turned white again or something like that. I'm not really like talking about that kind of thing, like trying to support the, the lazy bones side. <laughs> but like, I am trying to say that like, what if there's an okay space for that canvas to not have to be like dark white every single day at a certain time of day, right? Like what if it could just actually be what it is? And what if it could just actually be this lifestyle where it's like, sometimes it's painted this way, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's pristine white, and sometimes it's not. It just depends on what we're using that space for. And I think where I was getting caught up with before is like, I would get super frustrated with myself because sometimes I had such a fast, happy idea that I wanted to instantly flash from, you know, it being like a certain way to then instantly being able to be used instantly for that thing that I wanted to use it for. <clears throat> and then I would get really sad because I realized that I had just created layers and layers on this canvas and that it would take maybe weeks, right? <laughs> At least days to get it back to that bare bones spot where then I could repaint it again, right? And, and make a new picture. And I couldn't just take this canvas that had been built up for weeks and think that chipping away at it would be a simple task, that it would just take 30 seconds, right? But like, to realize that that's okay too. It's okay that it takes a lot of time to create something new, to create a new feel, and, and to change my mind, and how I wanna use a different space. And it's not necessarily a shameful experience. Like I, like if I were to, to restore something like that, it's not like every chipping away of that canvas, I would have been like, oh, like I can't believe I left it this long. And like, I was such an irresponsible painter or you know, all those things. I would probably just look at it and be like, totally fine. Like I used it for this purpose for so many years or so many weeks, so many hours. And now I use it for a different purpose. And just leaving it at that. I think I'm stepping into that space where some people in my life had talked about it, like 
when they've been a cleaner, um, like a professional cleaner type of person, it's been super liberating for them to just do it. Because honestly, they never felt any like attachment about their cleaning experience. Like they never felt guilt or shame or judgment kind of stuff towards people. Like it was basically just very, very much just like platonic, if that's the word, like very platonic, like just very structural and logical, right? Like, and that's kind of how I would see that situation. If I had to chip away at a canvas that I had built up for however long, I would probably see it as just like a structural thing. Like, this is fine. Like, I'll just chip away one inch at a time and no like, I don't have to feel guilt about like, how long it's going to take, how long, whatever, because literally I have time. Well, like I actually do. And if I really cared enough to do this as an instant project, I probably wouldn't even care to be like chipping away at it. I could probably just care to be like, hey, I'm gonna go get a new one and start that one instead of chipping away at this old one and trying to paint on that. But there's also a time and place too. It's like as a, as a legitimate person, that understands budgets and things, I might just be like, and budgets not just with money, but budgets with environmental respect. It's like, I might just look at this canvas and be like, yeah, I could buy a new one. I could use my money to buy a new one. I could, you know, have somebody else use their resources to make me a new one kind of thing. But what if I could actually just reuse this thing? You know, wouldn't I, like, would I feel like, what if I, like, what would I feel like knowing that I had reused something instead of having made somebody else recreate something all new, brand new for this project. Like, is it possible to do it by reusing this? Like one, to save time, money, not necessarily to save time, but one, to save money, and two, to save, you know, be like respectful of the environment that has been beautifully created for me to be a good steward of. And so it's like, I just have to be super honest with myself, like what I'm willing to do and what is, what is like a happy fit for me and and just leave it at that and like I just feel like I'm like gaining this like revelatory experience right now that it is so meaningful to me because I feel like for so many years I just was my biggest enemy like maybe my lack thereof with like cleaning or homemaking type stuff when really now I can see it as a canvas thing and be like you know what I don't believe that I was literally taking this canvas and trashing it, you know, trashing it to the point of no repair so that I could never reuse it again. I actually believe that I was using it and making something beautiful with it for however long. And it's just, it just so happens that in order for me to use it for a different purpose, I need to, I need to wash away all the paint that I have just used on it for however many years so that I can create a new project, right? And that's kind of how I'm seeing my house right now. And like this living space that I'm in, it's like literally, I can be okay. I can be okay when it looks a certain way, when it, when it looks a certain way, because that's what my canvas looks like that day, right? That's what it looks like when I'm having a certain kind of a day, right? And then I can also have peace that, yeah, like if I want it to be blank canvas, just white, so I can do something else with it, sweet. We can do that too. And like I have the abilities, I have the tools and things to do that. And it's just like coming into that place where I'm happy to do it, right? Because that's what it is too. It's like, this is an artistic experience. This is an experience of expression. This is not an experience of drudgery. Like 
I don't know any artist that has ever been able to make good work, good, beautiful work, by saying, oh, I have to do this. I have to paint this picture. I have to use these colors. I have to do this because somebody else told me I have to do this. I have 60 minutes and I am only allowed to do this activity for the next 60 minutes. And so I have to do this. And I just think that's totally robbing somebody's opportunity to find something beautiful in front of them, you know, that, that is theirs to find, right? And it's theirs to, to see the depth of that being a gift to them from Heavenly Father as an opportunity to learn how to become like him, you know, to learn how to create something and to do it out of love, right? Because that's what it is. It's like every legit creation of art is literally somebody's expression of the love that is within them, that is exuding through the colors of whatever palette they're using, whatever medium, all of these kinds of things. And that's a beautiful thing. So instead of seeing my house literally as like, like I used to say junkyard, trash can type of stuff, but honestly, I don't think that's the art that I'm creating. I really don't honestly feel that way. Like now that I have this perspective, like, no, actually, I'm painting a canvas all day long. It might look a certain way because only certain colors are being painted at a certain time. And it might actually not look like a full-blown painting until like years later when the full-blown painting has come out of like every stroke, right? And so like, who am I to be so judgmental and be like, oh, well, we need to just start at blank white canvas all over again because this is a bad picture, right? And, and when I say bad picture, I'm actually saying because this is a picture that doesn't, is not inspiring or is not like doing that, that goal of like beautifying that space. Well, that's because it's still being painted. It's not a finished painting. And so that's kind of where I'm at with this. It's like, oh, for all this time, I was robbing myself of like feeling self-love and feeling like acceptance of who I was and where I was at in my journey. Because I wasn't really willing to accept the fact that I am painting a picture and I am in progress, right? And so it's, n I, don't, I don't know that it will ever look fully like a full-blown, picturesque, like, ready-for-a-magazine-shoot kind of a painting, right? It will, I think it will always kind of look like it's in progress and that that's okay too. And that some people might want to just do the clean slate thing because they get frustrated and be like, look, no, like, I just want to do the clean slate thing and I don't want any of this extra stuff um, of like in progress. I just, I want it to be clean slate or I want it to be done, right? And that's it, right? Like none of this in between stuff of it looking like it's under construction, for example. Whereas when I'm honest with myself, it's like, well, Actually, I might be a totally different breed of people because I actually am charmed by the in-progress kind of life. I'm very charmed by it. Like I look at some of the most, the people that I look up to the most and they are the hardcore innovators. Where literally it is always in progress. And I love that. I think it's amazing. And yes, there's other people where it looks like their house is pristine, top-notch, like totally, you know, like, like nobody lives there kind of feel. And sure, like if that's how they want to live their life, like I think that's great. You know, if they feel comfortable living their life in that kind of environment, 
I think that's great. And that's what it all boils down to. Like what painting is every single person painting, right? Some people might just want to keep their blank canvas and be like, yeah, I would like as much white as possible, right? And not have any extra clutter of other colors and things to mess up the white that they want to have on the page, right? Another person might actually be like, put on every color that you could possibly put on and keep dumping as many colors as you possibly could every single day. So then it's just this like culmination of colors, right? And then another person might paint a canvas and be like, actually, I only want to do this for five minutes. So I'm just going to paint a five minute picture and call it done. And then that's all I'm going to spend on painting a picture today, right? And so that's kind of me. It's like I'm starting to figure out. It's like, you know what? I don't think. I think sometimes I think I want to be that person that only that keeps a lot of the white on the canvas and only paints some paint, some paint. And, but actually, other times, I'm actually that, that person that's dumping. That's just totally living my life and dumping paint on this canvas because I get to. It's like, well, you said I have permission. You said I get to have paint. You said I have this canvas. And you said I can legitimately use it every day, all day long. So why not? Like, why not have the most fun that I could possibly have having permission to use this canvas and these paints? Like, I, it's a no-brainer. Of course I'm going to, like, max it out and just, like, have so much fun. And then there's other people to be like, actually, I don't really like that liberty. I just want the five-minute version of whatever painting that I have to make or something and done. And I don't want to spend any more time with it, right? And so I'm like, huh, interesting. Like, I'm just really fascinated pondering on all this right now and I'm just really feeling liberated and and thankfully within this whole call thing I don't know it's not a call this podcast personal history thing I was able to clean six dish pans of dishes and I was able to put them away and I was able to do it with a cheerful heart because I'm so delighted that I'm actually painting my in-progress painting and it's great I love it